When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome Friday form panel, Toby McKinnon, Dan Malecki with you. Uh, No guest, Dan, which can be the pit sometimes, trying to get hold of these uh, trainers and drivers. They're very busy people, which we do appreciate. So race four, the fruit and veg trot, $10,000 NR up to 55. Staggering, really, that there's races all over the place, NR up to 55. This is a $10,000 one. They fill the fields up for four and a half, but not for tens, but... You can see um, I'm looking at things a bit differently at the moment, but it's an intriguing race, though. Intriguing. Mr. Blindside is a maiden. Elder Baron Simbers had that one win from three starts. Naked Truth's raced in better level than this, but seems to win, well, all its wins are basically, well, it's won an up to 50, up to 50, up to 49, up to 50, up to 47, and a three-year-old maiden. So that up to 55 grade, it just can't quite sort of crack open Naked Truth. Covelli, Picasso... Uh, as we've seen racing Redwoods, it has won a 52 to 61 and up to 55 and up to 55 and up to 51. So he's been successful at this level. And Champagne Charlie, I think he's a very talented individual. And Ken Tippett, I think, is a very talented individual. So when you get two talented individuals, you can sometimes get the Friday form panel. Uh, (laughs) So... Make of that what you want. And brown-eyed Kate, well, she sort of got left in a in a, a very small field with just one opponent at her last start. But she bobs up and wins at big odds. So it's an intriguing six-horse field in many regards, Dan. How did you assess it? It's just funny. Uh, there's every horse in this race that has won a race by one horse. And that one horse, I think, is the best horse in the race. I agree, actually. Mr. Blindside, he, he probably... Look, I think you can make cases he should have won both his first two starts. Mm. And there within lies maybe that query because he mightn't be there yet up against the um, more experienced and older horses but I like what he's got I, I think he's a really talented horse and um, I think he'll win and and uh, I've made him one of the better bets on the program Mr Blindside Karen Manning picks up the drive here uh, but he's a really he, look he's a nice type he's a nice type to look at he's a decent trotter and he's got a lot of upside a lot of upside and yet his ability right now I believe is good enough to win this race and clearly win this race. I'm forgiving of Elder Baron Simba's last two performances. Uh, the first up win was terrific, I thought, and then below par. I think was it a if it wasn't atrial fibrillation, it was something like that. So certainly the performance suggested that was the case, and then it broke last start. It was in a stand. Um, so I'm forgiving Elder Baron Simba. You can get good odds about it. Naked Truth is going really well. There's got to be a you know, terrific chance to win the race and might even start the favourite hmm. in Kai Valley Picasso as well. And yet I can make claims for Brown-Eyed Kate when she's on song has got uh, the, the ability to win. She's won, what, three races now. And, and Champagne Charlie's always shown plenty of ability, new stable, um, but sometimes is his own worst enemy. So it's a decent field of six. I like Mr Blindside. I like him at Tarang and I like him for the future. Two, three, four and five. Two, three, four, five for Daniel. I was two, four, five, six. I just can't quite trust Elder Baron Simba yet. And 
You go back through Champagne Charlie's form and he won a race beating Love Gun. Could you imagine Love Gun in this race? Yeah. Like at his absolute best. But I agree with you about Mr. Blindside. I think uh, when these six horses finish their careers, Mr. Blindside will have got to the highest rating at the peak of his powers. He was very impressive. I th- he, and, and Vicky Bloom's a nice horse who he ran second to last start. I know it had had... 29 starts without winning, but it had raced at sort of the top level, a two- and three-year-old in sires and nutrient heats and finals and run a lot of seconds along the way. It's not a bad little horse, Vicky. Um, Vicky, uh, I've lost its name all of a sudden now. Um, Vici Bloom. Vici Bloom, yeah. So uh, I, I wasn't disappointed with how it got beaten by it and, and it should have should have won the race really with any given luck. And Jeff did not move on Mr. Blindside, which tells me, uh, they're even more so what he thinks of the horse. Race five is the Tarang Co-op Pacing Cup, and uh, it's on tomorrow night. Don't miss out. Live and free on Trots Vision and Sky Racing. You'll get to see myself, Bronte Nuremberg, Shannon O'Sullivan on Trots Vision. Uh, you can head to there, uh, the, the trots.com.au, and you'll be able to watch the, all the night unfold, all behind-the-scenes action. And it's it's an intriguing cup, Dan, and I'm I'm very interested in your thoughts. And I wouldn't be surprised. I totally wouldn't be surprised if you end up with very similar set of numbers to what I've got written down here. So first, I'll let you go. Yeah, look, the the selections got there all uh, got the buyer beware. Um, hmm. Was it caveat emptor about them because. Um, Beyond Delight hasn't won a race since July 2022. Now, it's, it's a long time now. Even though he's run so well in some big races, this looks a good race for him. There looks like there might well be moves in the race. There needs to be, um, 2,680 metres. Um, so I think it's a race that can suit Beyond Delight. Um, would I have my last jelly bean on him? No. Um, mm. But, you know, I would think that he should be a good each-way play. Great opportunity for him to win a race uh, again. And I think he needs to. Fideys, we talked to Matt Craven last week. Just a little sit back after his last win. His last win was absolutely fantastic. It's one of the wins of the season. Um, coming from Hamilton and winning the cup that day from last at the bell or second last at the bell. It was an extraordinary win, running unbelievable time. And he's a good horse, a really good horse. But, you know, there's still that little bit of query. You've got to be fair in the way we assess these horses. Know that he, just a little bit of a setback, does he go there with just a quarter of a run short? If you're a quarter of a run short in a race like this, it's going to see you out. Yeah. Even though he's such a good sit sprinter. It might be as big an issue, but it's something that's in my mind that, that could be. Uh, a horse like So What, she's going so well. If you like Fidey's, So What was within a length of her at, at Hamilton and her form has been consistent. She's taken some big sculpts. And I think that um, it's the right style of race, or it should be, if she can come with one run. And that's what's going to need to happen for her to be a chance. So that means the pace has got to be on. And that's got to be uh, suitable to a few other horses. And Hurricane Harley, is the confidence there to be able to drive Hurricane Harley like Hurricane Harley, or will he too try to come with one run? Uh, what we've seen of him lately, it just hasn't been good enough. So, again, there's a bit of a query there. But if he won the race, it wouldn't shock you on past ability. Mm. So my numbers are 10, 6, 11 and 12. I, I've got respect for Jillaby Willow. I think she's got the gate speed to cross and lead early. What happens after that, not sure, but she'd be fine with a set. 
So I think she'll come into play, Jillaby Willow. Jillaby Jack Sparrow's a horse that likes the lead and he may end up there. Can he stay 2,680 metres? Well, if nothing attacks him, maybe he can. But I'd say he's a little vulnerable at that trip, Toby. Yeah. Our Vincent can go. Solid chance if it gets the right run. District Attorney's trial well. I know Rob Orr was really keen on District Attorney, but Ooh. first up, 2680, Barrier 7. That's just red flags everywhere for me. Um, ideal Escape, Cosimo certainly got a, a top four chance for a place hope. Um, I, I think it's a decent cup. The barrier draws have evened it out a little bit, but um, I've tipped 10, 6, 11 and 12. But as I said, District Attorney, if it gets the right run, maybe it's a hope Jillaby Willow I think is a good chance. He might be the one that's way over the odds, Jillaby Willow, and end up with a box seat. But Alvin Kingo, Jillaby Jack Sparrow... You know, there are cases I can make for a lot of horses, but there's probably more negatives that I can make for a lot of horses. Not negativity in the sense that the horses aren't good enough. I'm just not sure where some of them are at. Well, I had Jodie Quinlan on, on Tuesday's show. She said she's had district attorney about, attorney about six weeks. She liked to have had him a bit longer. She's had a little issue with him in that time. She's going back at the start. She's not entertaining going forward. He's going to hopefully come out of the run uh, and head to Tasmania for a tilt at the Tasmania Cup. Now, anyone that heard that interview, <laughs> if unless Jodie was just uh, dead set, just leading me down the garden path, which I don't believe she was, if you, if you went back and listened to that interview and then you went and backed uh, District Attorney, I'd be stunned, Dan, absolutely stunned. Mm. So, um, Rob, if you're listening, <laughs> can you please just head to the app, uh, go to the podcast page and find the uh, Jodie Quinlan chat. Um, yeah, she's got plans for District Attorney. She, he, he's a nice horse, really nice horse, and I don't think she's going to have a real crack at this race. If she goes back to last and they go crazy and she gets a card into the race, she could win the race, but she sounded like a 20-to-1 chance to me, not a 5-to-1 chance. And mm, yeah. I, I, I've I've been big on District Attorney, bigger than probably anyone else in the media, so... For me to say that's pretty significant. Fides, uh, for what you said, Dan, I got a little query about. He just had that blown up knee, uh, blown up uh, joint that Matty mentioned last week. I can't, I don't think he said knee, but it was joint, which a little setback for him. And he was in front of so what in the Hamilton Cup. And I think the way this maps, Ideal Escape stays on the pegs. Cosimo's going to go straight to the pegs. I wouldn't be surprised Herbie gets rocking and rolling pretty early with Beyond Delight to get around to the chair. And so what? Might angle into a three back the outside or four back the outside and she'll be ahead of fighties this time. And uh, the way I see the race, it can, it'll can it it'll pan out in two ways. Jillaby Willow leads, hands up to Jillaby Jack Sparrow. There's not a real strong tempo. And then it becomes a bit of a pegs-dominated affair. And I think Jewelby Willow runs straight past Jewelby Jack Sparrow. She went close to beating in Cypher. Mm. So if that was in Cypher on Jewelby Jack Sparrow's back, we'd be queued up backing it, backing her to the hilt at $11. The other way the race unfolds, Beyond the Light goes up, tackles Jewelby Jack Sparrow, possibly works to the front. Jewelby Willow ends up three back the pegs. Hurricane Harley might come around. There's tempo, tempo, tempo throughout this race. And then, so what's the one I want to be on? So, uh, for me, uh, I've tipped Jewelby Willow, but I think the biggest danger is so what. If the race is run at tempo, she's the one that can win the race. So, I've got three winning 
I've got 10 beyond the light running second for some strange reason. I just think he'll put himself into the race and he's a really good chance. I don't chance. know if he's strong enough to do that, though. Is he strong enough? I mean, it, he might be strong enough to come out of the gate to press on towards leading. That's but at 2680 metres to make a move and to want to be sitting parked, I think he needs to get cover. He might be able to make a move, but I think he needs to get cover. I don't think he's good enough to sit parked. I, when I say good enough to sit parked, that's just not how he goes best. But if, if he gets there, the only other horse that will come around, I think, is Hurricane Harley, isn't it? Well, if, if Hurricane Harley did come around, they're going to have the confidence to be able to do that. And again, we're speculating because we're not 100% yeah. sure where he's at. If that happened, beyond the light, I think he gets a lovely run. Because other than that, who are the horses that would be comfortable sitting without cover? And again, Zero. this has been the problem in a lot of the, the, the country cups. There isn't that horse there. I mean, who is it here? Beyond the light's not that horse. He couldn't do it in the Bendigo Cup. They didn't want to do it in the Bendigo Cup. And this is 2680 metres, and I can't see them trying that here. They might try to put him into the race, but not early. Um, so that's that's probably the, the, the only scenario that, that could occur if there wasn't a lot of speed on and both of the Emma Stewart runners made the moves to go around. But I would consider either, the, either of them at their best if they sat uh, without cover. Or oh, capable of winning the race if they sat without cover. I'm just thinking the Beyond Delight connections, Emma, Clayton and James will be saying, we've got, we're just going to have a crack here. We're just going to have yep. to try and dominate the race, if that makes sense. We're the best. Let's play big dog. We haven't won for a couple of years. And if he doesn't perform, then so be it. But that's just my impression of the race. So, yeah, I've got him in for second. I think he's sort of the horse to beat, but... They walk, Jillaby Willow wins. If they go hard, I think so what wins. I've got her in for third. What price is Jillaby Willow? Even the more, I, I, mean, let, I, I was giving her a push, even though I didn't put her into my top four, but she's the one I'm warming to now. Well, <laughs> Dan, you want a little bit of a head wobble here. She, we, we're doing a show on Tuesdays where we announced the prices and the markets, and she opened $34, and myself and Tim O'Connor just said, we got you've got to get into this $34. And by the end of the show, she was into 19s, and she's now 11 and 290 I think it's great each way value still, Jillaby mm. Willow, 11 and 290 Compared to Fides at 290 and $1.45, Beyond the Light, 370 $1.60. So what? Eight dollars and two forty. Um, who else did you have? Yeah, and Hurricane, Hurricane Harley, Harley is ten and two seventy. If for me, it's Jillaby Willow each way all day. Eleven and two ninety. I, I just about can't see a way she doesn't run a place. Yeah, well, if she leads out early, I mean, unless Springfield Affair tried to keep her out, but that's unlikely, isn't it? Yeah, well, I would say that's extremely unlikely. He got yep. he over raced last start, and I'd imagine. Kevin's gone to work on that, and he can't lead a 2680 Cup all the way. I'd be shocked if that happened. Absolutely. Well, can shocked. Jillaby Jack Sparrow do that? That's that's the thing, because if Jillaby Willow is relying on getting to, say, the sprint lane, uh, there's got to be a query on Jillaby Jack Sparrow getting the trip. He stepped it up a lot, but he comes off the back of two 1,200-metre runs. His Hamilton pacing cup run, he led, and, um, you know, he, they ran over the top. of. But, but bear in mind there, I know a couple of the drivers said to me it was heavier on the inside that day, so hmm. make of that what you will. So um, if he can't stay and Jillaby Willow doesn't get use of the sprint lane beforehand, horses around might be able to kick on and, you know, beyond the light with the right run, he's got the right sprint. And look, if Hurricane Harley... Uh, if you knew that he was close to his top, oh, ten dollars well, would be a gift each way, wouldn't it? Even well, even yeah. if he had to make a move from the bell, three wide, no cover. But 
Um, I, look, it's good that there are so many different scenarios and plenty of horses here that we're willing to entertain as being chances here. And a lot of them can't win from certain positions. And, um, mm. and that's good. It opens up the race a fair bit. But if there isn't that death seat horse, if Beyond Delight, look, it might creep around if there's not a lot of pace on. But if that's the case, it's, the horses on the pegs are going to be advantaged, don't they? Yeah. If Jillaby Jack Sparrow can run the trip. If you're confident he can run the trip, you can follow the peg line horses. Paddy was relatively confident. He wasn't 100% confident he'd get the trip, but he had enough confidence that he's going to get 2480, and that's that's yep. all Jilby Willow needs, to the sprint lane. if yeah, that sure. makes sense. So, And I think he will get that, but whether he gets fanned out late and gets swamped, I would say. That's my gut feel on Jilby Jack yep. Sparrow, but he could, he could win the race. I wouldn't fall down in shock if he won the race, but I just I can't see him out-sprinting Jillaby Willow in that last 200 metres, the way she got to the line against in Cypher.